0: Small yeah. friends, we're here. We're going vroom, vroom. zoom, zoom, zoom. Oh.
1: This
0: is this isn't a, this isn't a podcast
1: about Mazda, although we should be going zoom, zoom. Yeah, the zoom, zoom boy, rest in peace. Is he? He's dead. I don't know. Oh, it's bro. one of those wow. things. Well, rest, you in, just make rest in peace. Up.
0: That ad campaign for sure. My name is Cameron Osborne. Those are Shoot Brothers. Wrestling <laughs> podcast. Of course, this is the only wrestling podcast. It's online. It's hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne. It's also hosted by Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Hey, hey, and uh, ho, ho! the <laughs> The days uh. are numbered uh, as we are down here at the road to WrestleMania. Of course, Mike, I hope that do you do you mark do you is mark, WrestleMania marked down on your on your phone calendar right now?
1: No, I just kind of—I mean, I, I don't know the number date off the top of my head. I'll just know the weekend is coming, and I'm like, okay.
0: We just know yeah, when well. it's happening, well, of course, because it's going to be—I keep it's, it's tabs. I go a, to the wiki. It's going to be the ten a days from hell. It's going to be uh, <laughs> mid-April for us, but we couldn't be more excited because, uh, yeah, I mean, WrestleMania is the best time of year. We all know it. It's completely objective. Let's get into the show this week because, of course, we had our Wednesday night, our weekly programming as we're trying to build a card out of nothing. It kind of seems like a little kid like a, on a beach with a sandcastle and kind of and there's like two kids making two sandcastles. And the tide's coming in. We don't have much more time <laughs> to get the sandcastle up. So before we hit fast lane, uh let's actually go um let's actually rewind ourselves to the Friday prior and just chat a little bit about that main event of Smackdown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for Smackdown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday. And, uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, at used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live.
1: Yeah, we had uh, Jey Uso taking on Edge in his first SmackDown match, or I guess a TV match in general, in eleven years.
0: And they were so doing, and they were doing this thing the entire show, which was uh, like going back in a retrospective view of a bunch of Edge's big moments on. Smackdown throughout the year. Yeah. I think there was like a Money in the Bank cash-in and another was another championship victory. I think him and uh Hulk Hogan winning uh yeah, winning winning their tag <laughs> title. It doesn't do it. We're so close to WrestleMania. I feel like we shouldn't be wasting screen time on hey remember what happened 14 years ago. <laughs> we're too close i think uh, i think we're t- like this is a that like that's the type of shit i would expect in like the the week four after wrestlemania when we're kind of like who knows what's going on we're too close to the show of shows to kind of be yeah. wasting time or is this to maybe remind new fan or kind of introduce new fans to who the hell this guy is
1: i think it was just less so for wrestlemania and just because this is first match on SmackDown in so many years. So, yeah. like, hey, here's his best SmackDown moments. We're having. So best back.
0: SmackDown moments. And there were, uh, there were a handful of them. Yeah. Uh, but let's no, get into... No, he was,
1: uh, for a while there, he was like the AJ Styles of SmackDown. It was his show. He carried the brand. And uh, he did a good job. Ooh,
0: AJ Styles versus Edge for the <laughs> supremacy of SmackDown. I don't know. Uh, we can book it. Maybe someone can book it if they want to. That's okay. But yeah, like my, like we said earlier, so yeah, Edge Jey Uso, the winner of this match, gets to be the special guest enforcer at um, Fastlane the F- uh, on the weekend, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, for that Universal Championship. And from what I can understand, um, being a guest enforcer just kind of means uh, standing uh, ringside with your arms crossed, um, looking, uh, like you're mad.
1: But you have all the power of a referee, <laughs> should he be...
0: All the power. Only when he gets knocked out. All the power of the referee. I think, uh, someone did a good job explaining exactly what the hell he was doing there. Um, but I gotta say, uh, Edge's first match back on SmackDown in all these years did not disappoint.
1: Oh yeah, he looked real good. And, uh, Jey Uso, you know, he's been on this main event run this year, or mm. past six months, so... We just get a nice match here. Good back and forth. Uh, Edge even put out a. He hit a Huracorana off the top rope, which don't see too many of those from him.
0: Was that, was that a part of his arsenal even uh, all those years ago?
1: I don't even remember him. I don't know if I can remember him ever hitting one, but I'm sure there's footage out there. But <laughs> either way, it was impressive. But Wow. Uh, anyways, Uso fights back, hits a big super kick, hits the splash, but Edge kicks at it too. Then he gets up, hits a spear, gets the win. So he is. The uh, getting the Mike Tyson, the Special Enforcer role.
0: The old, the old Mike Tyson, uh, bang, bang, bang. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> what a great match on his first way back. And like you said, Jay Uso has just been on this streak of, and we see it all the time, right? You lose, but you win. Uh, mm-hmm. Jey Uso has been on a losing winning streak, <laughs> a loser winning streak uh, <laughs> since, what, Clash of Champions? Um, back in December, I think. Uh, maybe, and maybe even earlier. Maybe even <laughs> earlier, and yeah, his role is just going to continue to grow and grow even more. Well, at least as Roman Reigns, at least as long as Roman Reigns is at the
1: helm. Well, even after that, he's done enough, I think, to build solidify himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully, we still want Jimmy Uso back someday, but <laughs> I don't know where the hell he is. Yeah,
0: round out it's that. Been like a year now. Round out that table, Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, two people sitting at a table is hardly a table. Like, like if you're the head of a table, that's because there's like eight of you. And, you know, someone needs to sit at the end, right? But mm-hmm. if there's two people sitting at a table, that's more of like a square table you see at a restaurant. Like, and that those are just kind of essentially people sitting across from each other. Yeah. We need more people at this table so Roman Reigns <laughs> can truly be at the head of it.
1: Well, speaking of Roman, he pops up to uh, hit Edge with the spear. And then Daniel Bryan goes to help him. So Uso hits Bryan and then I think Reigns spears someone I don't know.
0: He's the one that stands tall. It went, yeah, it went spear, kick, <laughs> kick, spear, I think was the... Uh, <laughs> there you go. Was the, nice uh, sandwich. Nice little, spear, nice little spear sandwich right there. So yeah, like you said, uh, Edge is going to be the special guest enforcer. Um, so let's just move on uh, right to the next night. Or two nights. Um, two nights later. Two nights into That's the future, uh, of course, when you because we it. are talking about Fastlane. Fastlane. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, the
1: left lane. If you are a North American, mm-hmm. that's that's the fast lane, <laughs> right? Yeah, the, the left, left lane, side. the
0: left, the left lane, and a two lane highway. Of course, that's the road that uh we're on right now. That's the road, you know, because Drew McIntyre's got his sword stuck in the right lane, uh, oh. you know, kind of like it's a little you know, blocking off traffic there. <laughs>
1: The Sword and the Stone, but uh, we got a pre-show. Did you watch it?
0: Uh, No, but thankfully, uh, Michael Cole covered it all um, during
1: the opening match, so I didn't need to watch any of it. (laughs) Well, it was actually maybe the second or third best match of the night. But uh, anyways, Riddle defended his U.S. title against Mustafa Ali. And uh, yeah, pretty good match. Lots of cool moves here. But eventually, uh, the finisher comes when Riddle hits the bro Derek off the second rope. Gets a three count. Retains his title. Pretty good match. But, uh, of course, Mustafa Ali gets pissed off like he always does. Yells at Retribution. And this time, Reckoning's just shaking her head. She just... So he singles her out asking what she's ever done around here. And anyways, eventually, each member of Retribution just walks out on him and they've had enough. So, and then Mason T-Bar hit him with a double choke slam. So, hopefully, this is the end of Retribution.
0: Could be the end of Retribution. You know, bring them back uh, after Mania as singles people. Is this the first time we've seen Reckoning in like a month?
1: Um, maybe. Yeah, she was away for that little bit with COVID. And then she. Um, either way, hopefully. I was hoping she would take off the mask too and throw it down. And be like, I'm fucking Mia. Yep. Yeah! <laughs> <That's good. laughs> hopefully that'll happen soon after WrestleMania. They can all just redebut as themselves.
0: Yeah. I mean, why the hell not? This was clearly a failed experiment.
1: Yeah, that they never really got behind, anyways. No. So, I mean, the talent's all there. All these people in the group, we all know they can be great. So, anyways, let's get on to the final show or the main show, the final stop before WrestleMania. But uh, tag title match, women's action: Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler defending against Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, and of course, your buddy Reginald's there.
0: My buddy, Fresh. or just are you saying just like <laughs> everyone's buddy? I don't
1: know. I just like to assign you, buddy. Sometimes
0: <laughs> people you like know, like in kindergarten I or something. Hate, yeah. Field trip. <laughs> I, have to, I have to be your buddy. I have, to, I have to be attached to this guy all night. Fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, Shayna and they are still bickering over shit. So Sasha and Bianca they working good together early on. Uh, Bianca hit a nice 450 splash, uh, so she could win the match with that. But of course, Reggie jumps up on the apron, causes the distractions. So Bianca knocks him off tags and Shayna, who gets the bank statement locked in. Uh, but then I think Belair tries to block Nia from breaking up the pin, but Nia shoves her back onto Sasha. So Sasha's pissed because Belair fell on her, just calls her a rookie, shoves her in the face, uh, and then Shayna takes advantage, rolling up Sasha for the three count. So they win the match, retain the titles.
0: Rolling up Sasha.
1: Yeah. God. These two have been getting pinned a lot, and I don't like it. Yeah.
0: Sasha uh, 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 yeah, Sasha. So- <laughs> God, well, yeah, <laughs> Both of them. yeah it's exactly I, I was trying to like mirror your sentiment yeah Bianca <laughs> I can't think of a time leading up to mania where the champion and the Royal Rumble winner have been getting pinned so much
1: in yeah. like the weeks leading up to it. it's been such a you know the match I'm very excited for but the build itself has not been that well
0: not at all no and isn't that not that and isn't that part of the excitement of the match it's
1: you know. supposed to be. I mean, we know once the bell rings, they're going to deliver, but we want, you know, the little, the extra drama, the extra emotion, Mm -hmm. not this Reginald tag team bullshit.
0: No, not James Ellsworth (laughs) 2.0.
1: But anyways, eventually at the end, they, they, Sasha and Bianca yell some more and Sasha hits a big slap to the face and then struts off because she's still got her belt for now.
0: Yeah. Which I guess means Sasha Banks is our heel. Bianca Belair is our
1: baby face.
0: Uh we um, still need to turn Sasha Banks a little bit more. There's also this thing that uh I don't know, and there there is this, there's a style in which uh women in the WWE bicker at each other where I can never tell who's supposed to be a babyface sometimes. <laughs> uh just like just sometimes. This happens, Uh, and this was one of those instances, like yeah, Sasha Banks slaps Bianca Belair in the face, but they're both bickering at each other in such a way that I'm like, I don't know whose side I'm on, like this would be, this is like the equivalent of you're at a grocery store and two people are just fucking, you know, getting in a fight about, (laughs) you know, like a a can of Pringles, and I'm just filming it, I'm like, I don't know who should have these Pringles, I'm just kind of looking back and forth waiting to pick a side. Uh, so hopefully yeah. in the coming weeks we can see uh, Sasha Banks, you know, or maybe Bianca Belair, you know, really deliver on that end.
1: Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, have you ever filmed a public freakout? No,
0: but I've definitely seen a couple. I saw, I, saw, yeah. I saw a late night fight on a bus one time. Like I was on the bus also. It was like
1: 2.30 <laughs> in the I've morning. Yeah, I've seen shit something. like that. But you know, yeah, so. I don't think I've ever, Yeah. Cause then if you they see you filming then they might want to suck you into what they're doing. <laughs> and then you're running like, away. Hey, what do you do? Uh, running away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Shane O'Mac was supposed to be fighting Braun Strowman tonight, but we get some footage of earlier in the day when he was practicing and looks like he fakes an injury, uh, so gets himself out of the match.
0: Yeah, that's good. He tweaked his knee. Good thing Adam <laughs> Pierce was there to uh, to uh, diagnose too.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we get an intercontinental title match. Big E takes on Apollo Cruz. Uh, just a nice big man match here, but, uh, a little, uh went a little bit shorter than I thought.
0: I think there was a botch here. and I Oh, I, with the finish? I yeah, know, the finish was kind of weird. I know nothing about anything, but I, no. this finish did not feel like it was supposed to be a finish.
1: It was kind of weird, yeah, because we were only a few minutes in, it felt like, and, like, Apollo goes for a small package, and Big E kind of goes backwards, and, gets his shoulder up but the and the ref makes a three count so biggie wins and retains yeah the finish was just kind of weird i don't know what was supposed yeah. to happen but and there, they did all that build and,
0: and, and there the were really a like... lot of short matches kind of on this card the whole the pay-per-view kind of flew by pretty quickly yeah. um yeah i wonder if this was one that was maybe supposed to be uh, yeah
1: at least like a double digit time because yeah. you, know? you know they did. They built this new Apollo cruise, So, I don't know. Exactly. He
0: beat the shit out of Big E on Friday. You hit him with uh, rolling up in that golf cart. So,
1: <laughs> uh, Anyways, he was a sore loser and beats him up again after. Of afterwards, course. Maybe. Uh, and then we got this live Old Spice commercial <laughs> <laughs> that ended up being combined into a 24-7 title segment. Uh, so you had our truth hiding behind this big castle of deodorant sticks when Tazawa shows up. He tries to knock everything over, and then the spokesperson, uh, Joseph Average, Joseph Average. <laughs> he somehow he's he's sorting through the piles of deodorant, and he accidentally covers our Truth. And the ref counts at three, so he's the new champ. But right after Truth rolls him up, wins back his title, runs off. Tazawa rips open Joe's shirt to reveal the Night Panther. And Tozawa just screams, "The rumors are true! Night Panther lives!" Watch that—that got a little chuckle out of me because it was so absurd. Everything else was kind of lame. Yeah, Night Panther. It's classic, I like it. classic, weird one. Classic. Uh, well, I think it's just because <laughs> was good at selling it.
0: Yeah, it's on par for uh, you know, it's on par for twenty-four-seven title. So.
1: And Old Spice.
0: Yeah. So what we had our quick two little uh, title changes right there. Wow.
1: Yeah. That's the tune, right? Something like that. I don't know. Whose tune is the, the old spice whistle? Oh Yeah. Anyways, Elias, Riker, Shane comes out, he's limping. Uh they go to perform, but then Shane just cuts him off to let him know that he's taking his place against Strowman tonight. So Braun, Elias. Uh Braun easily beats him. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Choo choo. Ah, that he looks so weird doing that now, like with fans <laughs> there. That was that was such a maneuver. Then there's some things that you know are, are, do not play well without the crowd there. This yep. was one of those. Uh, this was definitely one of those moments. This was also, um, no, next match. We'll talk about it after. We'll talk about it after this match coming up.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, in between matches, Riddle was just rounding around on a scooter backstage.
0: Yeah, being uh, a stoner, he,
1: he pitching ideas to Nakamura. But he can't because he's got a match to focus on. Nakamura takes on Seth Rollins. Uh, yeah, good match here. Uh, Rollins at one point tries to mock Cesaro and do his big swing, uh, but uh, he didn't get it on. So anyways, Nakamura looks good. Seth looks good. Eventually Seth, he did some cool move that I don't know if I've ever seen him do, where he's like running over Nakamura, like stops up with one foot, turns around, kicks him. I don't even know what to call it.
0: Yeah, it was almost like a. It was almost like a step up in Saguri, but de- lower.
1: Like uh, yeah, like off the off the his ground, knees. on off the ground
0: cool. kind of yeah. It was this yeah. uh, interesting little move.
1: Yeah, but he follows that up with the curb stomp, gets the win.
0: That's the win. During this match, I feel I noticed. Um, so you know, so you know, they, they have all this crowd noise pumped in. Uh, you know, counting off the one, two, three, of mm-hmm. you know of of the count. I felt like during this match I kept hearing three <laughs> when there when, when like when it, when it was just a, when it was just a two count or something or because there was one that played off it was a one count and even like Seth even acknowledged he's like "one what do you mean it was only one" <laughs> but the audio in the background clearly went to two hmm. and it was just it, it felt weird it, it kind of took me out for a second or as soon as I noticed it I felt like I started hearing it more where I would yeah. hear too many, too much crowd noise on the uh, on the count on the refs count. I don't know. Listen, yeah, listen for something. it next time. It may completely take you. <laughs> well, a, it may ruin the show. Me exactly. <laughs> so listen for it next time. And see if your show can be ruined.
1: Well, thankfully the next one's WrestleMania and there's going to be real fans there. Thank God. So, uh, but uh, yeah. In the meantime, let's go to this no holds barred match because uh, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus. They added a stip. We didn't know, as of our last show, they didn't have a stip, but they added the no holds barred, so that's nice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we well, yeah, we thought there
1: would be some kind of thing going into it. Yeah, yeah. after that, you know, they clonk their heads with the stairs. They needed to top that. (laughs) So, anyways, Drew comes out looking pretty cool with his uh, Braveheart-inspired blue and white Scottish flag face paint
0: yeah 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 and it uh (laughs) surprisingly stuck for the majority of the match
1: yeah it actually looked good on him It suited his war paint uh anyways the match itself i'd say three for three with these guys uh yeah you know just more brawling lots of steel steps the kendo sticks these guys were bleeding out of the back with these welts from these fucking kendo stick shots (laughs)
0: <laughs> and it, it, it's really funny to see big dudes in a match like that. We know Vince loves his beef. Yeah. He loves it being the ring. <laughs> he <laughs> loves seeing beef in the ring. Drew and Sheamus are two of the bigger guys on the roster, yet he, they get a 20 minute match. Like, we, when we see these things out of Goldberg, Brock, Braun, they're never given. That much time to actually do shit happen? Do you think Braun Strowman could put on a banger twenty minute match with somebody? Like <laughs> I don't even know, but 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 mm. Drew and Sheamus they're just as big. They can totally do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, this was yeah, just no really down moments. They just kept going. They moved through the crowd through the Thunderdome. You know, they went up a couple levels to the second deck or whatever, and um, Drew ends up throwing Sheamus literally through the crowd members. Uh, right through the LED board, causing little explosion as Seamus falls down.
0: Yeah, that, was a, that uh, was a great spot.
1: Yeah, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> they've done that once or twice before with the equipment explosion, but, you know, it was fun. So, Drew throws Seamus on the equipment crate, wheels him back over to the ring, saving some energy. But Seamus recovers, picks up Drew, hits the white noise, smashing through the announced table. And then he picks up a little piece of the table, brings it back into the ring. Uh... But Drew reverses this, hits Sheamus with a Future Shock GDT right into that table piece, and then he hits the Claymore to get the win. But uh, yeah, great match, great thing to close out their feud. They should have just made this the number one contender match <laughs> Yeah. instead of handing it <clears> to <throat> Drew.
0: And it, yeah, we it, we we just didn't, they just announced Drew Bobby arbitrarily. I mean, at least if this if this had been you know same results, but at least that at stake. Hey, that's C.
1: Yeah, it makes sense, right?
0: Yeah, but I mean,
1: I, the only thing I can think of is. The tickets went on sale, and they wanted to get that on the card, I guess. But I don't know.
0: Either way, yeah, like you said, three for three. All three of these were bangers, uh, and now Drew can uh, move towards Bobby.
1: Yeah, Seamus, Who knows? He'll always he can <laughs> he might turn back heel, babyface. He'll do whatever. Yeah,
0: he'll do he'll do whatever. But hopefully, we can, he can keep it up. Whatever it whatever it is.
1: Yeah, maybe getting the the U.S. title picture or something. Who mm-hmm. knows? Uh, let's go to the. Second last match of the night, Randy Orton taking on Alexa Bliss, which uh, we're all intrigued about what's going to happen here. I think you even had this as your main event.
0: I thought this would have been the main event, but (laughs) who knows?
1: Well, uh, during Randy's entrance, that old black goo comes up again. He starts puking it out. Not
0: the car Uh, oil.
1: (laughs) So he's freaking out, gets a towel from ringside to clean himself up a bit. Then Alexa Bliss comes out. And she's got her evil white eyes on and some extra makeup this time. It looks like, you know, some more black smudge around the eyes mm-hmm. and some white. She looked like Gerard Way from the, the, <laughs> black, the black Parade era. Uh, anyways, the bell rings. Orton goes toward her. But then Bliss just shoots up this wall of flames to stop him. So Randy's a little freaked out. The ref is very freaked out. Jumps right out of the ring. So Orton comes charging at Alexa. But she avoids. He hits the ring post. So she's just laughing, skipping all around. Orton stalks her. And then she just looks up. Oh, yeah, they're outside the ring. So he's walking around following her. And then she looks up at the roof. And a big piece of the lighting rig just falls. Could have killed the Rand man. Uh, But she's still smiling and taunting Randy to get back in the ring. Blows him a kiss and then shoots a fireball at his head. Nearly hit him. So then she just sits on the turnbuckle and starts laughing at him. Orton stands up. But then this gruesome burnt hand just tears through the ring from the depths of hell, grabbing Orton by the foot. Uh, This hand's all charred and fucked up. Orton backs off. This big shot of fire comes out of the ring and then up through the smoke rises the return and the extra crispy burnt up super fiend. He's here.
0: He's a super fiend, super fiend. He's super (laughs) fiend now.
1: Yeah, I thought he looked pretty awesome. Just horror movie, burnt from head to toe, even more crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Orton was frozen, just looking at this thing. He doesn't know what to do. And then Alexa Bliss shoves him from behind right into his sister Abigail. And then Alexa Bliss sits on top of Randy in a very suggestive position. And the ref makes a three count.
0: That's one of the the weirder looking pins I've ever seen. Uh, Of course. Yeah, like you said.
1: Yeah, but that's, uh, I mean, she just pinned Randy Orton no matter the circumstance. That's a huge win for her career.
0: Huge win for her career. She didn't say anything. Didn't do anything. Got a pin. She shoved him. She, sho- she shoved, she shoved, him, in shoved the back. him. That's a good point. And
1: she shot fire. I mean, I couldn't do that. <laughs> um, uh, but
0: yeah, like like you said, yeah. I mean, yeah, the fiend is back.
1: And he looks different. Looks different. I like it. Thank I really God like
0: it. that the three of these are doing their best to sell it um because we all know how sometimes segments like these programs like these don't work because not everyone's completely invested thank god that it it feels like all three of these people are very invested in this crazy ride that we're on you know like (laughs) they're all into it randy orton he's doing a great job doing what he's doing uh and and the fiend is back you know probably setting up our wrestlemania match i just wonder what this does for uh, Funhouse Bray.
1: I think he's got to be dead now.
0: He's got to be dead, right? Yeah. We just like, can't... this
1: is the only one. How this, many this fucking
0: is... Bray Wyatt characters do we have to kill off <laughs> before he can have one goddamn good WrestleMania match?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, this new fiend, this burnt fiend, I don't even know if he's going to talk for now. He
0: seemed too just, like, imposing in that kind of, you know, way.
1: Yeah. And he's got, like, he's going to be wearing if however long he... Wrestles this? He's got like a full body suit because his whole it arms have like the fake body skin.
0: Suit. I was starting to ask myself like, does he look skinnier? But I think no. He's wearing a suit <laughs> that's kind of like pushing it all in.
1: Yeah, because he's got all this fake arm skin and everything. Yeah. I mean, I assume that match is going to be pre-taped because otherwise he's wrestling in the Florida heat and that thing.
0: And the ta- non- on a Tampa Bay spring evening, <laughs> you can, that can uh, that that that'll you know turn anyone to uh, to mush
1: yeah but either way uh i don't know i like it and if you don't like it i think soon enough they're not gonna be able to do it because once they're back to a live crowd they won't be able to shoot fireballs and stuff
0: yeah 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 (laughs) we're we're we're, we're along for this ride the three of them are doing a great job and you can't really look at it in any other way (laughs) at at least not this match at least not what we just saw yeah
1: yeah uh let's get to the main event here roman reigns defending that universal title against daniel bryan with Edge at ringside as the special enforcer. So, Daniel Bryan, just doing what he does best here, just, you know, trying to out grapple, out wrestle Reigns uh, down, just chip away at him with submission holds. But, uh, yeah, Reigns got the strength advantage, so he's just pounding away. Uh, we get a bunch of near falls. And, uh, yeah, Reigns goes for the spear, but Bryan kicks him in the head, goes for the running knee, but Reigns avoids that, so Bryan accidentally knocks the ref out. So, uh (laughs) uh-oh. Reigns spears Brian. Edge comes in to assume his role as Enforcer. He slides into the ring. Makes the count, but Brian kicks out at two. So they wrestle a bit more. Uh, Brian gets the Reigns in the yes lock once again. But Jey Uso shows up this time. Super kicks Edge. And then, to save Brian, or... No way! I don't uh, who did he superkick. Brian, I can't.
0: Who's the first one he superkicked? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: all mixed up. Either way, Jey Uso shows up. I think he hits Edge, uh, and then he grabs a chair. But then Brian hits him with the chair, uh, and then Brian takes a swing at Reigns, but he ducks, so Brian hits Edge with the chair. So at this point, shit's breaking down, and then Roman comes in with a Superman punch, goes for the spear, but Brian reverses that into the Yes Lock again. He's got Reigns in the middle of the ring. Nowhere to go. And for the first time in his career, he taps out. He's tapping Brian's hand. The commentary's going nuts. But Edge doesn't see it because the bastard was too busy picking up the chair. And he hits Brian in the back with it multiple times before storming off. Screwing him out of being Universal Champion. So Roman Reigns crawls over as the referee returns to the ring. Makes a three count. Roman Reigns gets the win and retains his title. But very controversial finish. There.
0: Now, this was a one hell of a match. This yeah, great was great match overall. Great. 30 uh, minutes on the dot. And leave, we'll leave it to Daniel <laughs> Bryan to have a great match. Like you said, he's mm-hmm. doing what he does best. Let's just wrestle. And that's what yeah. he does best. And he's doing yeah. it better than anyone else. God damn it. This would have been uh, out of all the matches that we did not get to see in front of a live crowd. This for me would have been one of my craziest. Oh, like the crowd would have been super hot. Would have been going nuts when he tapped. That and it was tap. It, oh! it was so f- subtle. To, Roman is doing yeah. an incredible job of just it was like finger so taps. gently finger tapping. And uh, even his
1: selling like his, his eyeballs he looks like he's Oh I don't know. <laughs> My Reigns
0: is great at it. God, yeah, yeah, that was um that was incredible. That was incredible. Uh, yeah. And what does this mean next? for Daniel Bryan was screwed out of his championship.
1: He was. Out of that universal uh, title. Uh, at this point, I'm thinking triple threat for WrestleMania. And why the fuck is Edge doing this?
0: Why is, uh, why is Ed yeah, being Edge being a
1: meanie? Ed, at this point, I think Bryan's your baby face. Edge is kind of tweener at best at this point. If not, heel screwing brian like if that.
0: not heel right and they, hey yeah. triple threat for a championship in the main event of wrestlemania this is daniel Bryan's fucking in, in the bag <laughs> this is da- two two heels against him this is daniel Bryan's fucking bread and butter he's made his career on this shit
1: i mean yeah i would be happy with it but i could still uh it could also be a way for reigns to lose the title without getting pinned as well yeah I don't know. Either way, uh, this will be addressed on SmackDown surely, and hopefully Brian gets inserted into this.
0: Surely we have to talk to it. Yeah, after a bit of a rocky start to the Fast Lane pay per view, I think. Uh, as soon as we hit that fucking, uh, you know, I mean, I think it's kind of Shinsuke and onward was uh, yeah. was was just hit, hit, hit,
1: hit. Yeah, definitely the second half or yeah, second bit of the show was uh, yeah, it's a lot of good stuff.
0: Yeah, agreed. Agreed.
1: And overall, like you said, the pay per view didn't overstay its welcome. You know, you're out of there by like nine thirty or something.
0: Yeah, it was felt <laughs> so quick. It felt so quick.
1: Yeah, so that was fast lane. That was the last stop before WrestleMania week.
0: That was great. That was great. That was the uh that was the whole pay per view.
1: Yeah. Well let's
0: move on. Let's move on to on to our wrestling week, shall we? Let's begin by uh crowning a new Tweety League champion. <laughs> It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter. Twitter, Twitter. Twitter, 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 Twitter. Uh, we're moving on to a uh, surprisingly first-time uh, Tweet of the Week champion. Uh, just thought they would have won, by four, uh, won before. Um, we're looking over on uh, Monday Night Raw. Of course, we're talking about none other than Lana. You remember Lana. Of course She uh, had that big She almost won And then she got so close (laughs) And then she almost won again And then we thought She was going to win For a little bit And then she kind of Got her payoff But then didn't end up winning you remember Lana. She broke,
1: she broke Nia's hole, put her through a table.
0: <laughs> broke her hole, put her through a table. Uh, Lana reached out to Twitter um, with a with a, with a a message to the rest of the women's division out there. She says, I see a lot of women complaining about their lack of opportunities, but I don't see them taking no days off in wrestling training, acting classes, writing, going after it with a smile on their face after being told no over and over again. Have actions speak louder than words. I could not say it better myself, Lana. You know what, there's too many performers out there, across the board, across the world. They only care about their likes, they care Mm -hmm. about their views, they care about their shitty Fashion Nova clothes, and that's right, why aren't you fucking training for this? Why don't you want this more than anybody else? Because I'll tell you who wants this more than anybody else, Dr. Britt Baker DM motherfucking D. That's (laughs) who wants this shit uh and lana lana's in the exact same boat she wants this more than anybody else does and uh as god is my witness she'll get that opportunity one day
1: yes very much i mean that's one of the reasons i root for lana i love lana she uh you know she recognizes that her abilities are more limited than some others but she wants to work at it she wants to get better so i'm always rooting for lana
0: we're always rooting for Lana over here on the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. And that was it. Congratulations, Lana. Uh Congrats. Let's get into our week. Let's start hitting our let's week because we're a few days delayed. But, of course, uh, we have a lot of implications leading up to the road. So, let's kick off with <laughs> Monday Night Raw. Let's
1: get raw. Let's get raw. Monday night, we got uh, WWE champ Bobby Lashley fighting against Sheamus in a non-title match here. Um, And Sheamus, you know, that pale skin is great for sporting those wounds from the night before.
0: Yes. Oh, he shows. (laughs) He shows.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He shows real good. Uh, And he's also busy in this match. He's got to deal with all the rest of the heart business. Uh, So Sheamus tries to fight through it, but Cedric slides in to distract him and Lashley hits the almighty spine buster. And then applies the Hurt Lock to get the submission win. And then afterwards, they all beat down Sheamus some more until Drew comes out and saves him. But then afterwards, backstage, Lashley's pissed off at the other members because he didn't want them to interfere. And he's like, I had this match. you messing with me, man. And he's embarrassed at them for losing the tag titles. Yeah. So showing some uh, dissension between them.
0: Uh, yeah. Sheamus being, the book- being booked as a babyface, getting the save from McIntyre. Uh, and like we said, Seamus can do whatever he wants, and we're always going to be on board, uh, <laughs> regardless of whatever it is. She's she, like the he's like, she's like the Bailey of the women's <laughs> <laughs> Like we're like we don't care. Just fucking we like it anyways. Yeah,
1: yeah, he'll be fine. Uh, then we get Oscar taking on Peyton Royce in a big opportunity for her. Uh, and she does all right early on. She gets some some cool moves in. A nice little widow's peak for a two count. Um. Uh, but uh, eventually, yeah, I think Asuka gets the Oscar lock, gets the win. Was, yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. That's what the it was. real story. <laughs> the real story is after the match win, Rhea Ripley comes out. She's finally here after many weeks of waiting. Uh, she gets in the ring, cuts a promo on Asuka, tells us that Charlotte's recovering from COVID. So, uh, Asuka, I challenge you to a championship match at WrestleMania. And Asuka accepts. So, there you go. Big match, big match for Rhea.
0: Just like that, and take take note, WWE superstars. If you want to book yourself a match for WrestleMania, just walk out and say it. <laughs> Vince isn't say doing it. shit back then. Hunter's not going to do anything for you. Just walk down to the ring and say, "I challenge you." They have no they, the the the, the challengee has no choice but to accept.
1: Yeah, well, let's do a quick sidebar though, because we got to talk about your queen Charlotte. Uh, you probably heard the past week, Andrade was finally released Mm -hmm. after asking for it. Uh, And of course, he's romantically involved with Charlotte Flair. And before all this happened on Monday, Charlotte Flair was conspicuously removed from the WrestleMania poster. So there was hot rumors flying around that, you know, Andrade asked for his release. They wouldn't let him go. So Charlotte made some ultimatum or something and they took him off, but then they took her off WrestleMania or maybe she did just have covid the, there's conspiracies going around, but either way, uh, Ray Ripley's thanks facing Oscar for the title.
0: Well, it's been a it's been a while since we uh, it's been a while, sorry, since we've uh, you know kind of uh, fired up the shoot the uh, you know the shoot meter.
1: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, where's the shoot meter? Well, I mean, where's the where's the shoot
0: meter flying? I'll tell you, I'll tell you where the shoot meter's flyding, flying, flying, <laughs> Daly's Place, Jacksonville, Whoa! Florida,
1: baby. That would be. Huge.
0: I mean, Uncle Rick did it too, right? Didn't he retire from WWE and then show up in TNA with his face oh, yeah. all bloody? Like, yeah. you know, I mean, we may it's, just have well, to start accepting that this is the new the new thing to do. There speaking are,
1: of Uncle Rick, you bring him with you and all of a sudden you got three of the four horsemen.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh. We just need the other Anderson. Is he still alive? Hopefully. I don't know. I don't know, but he's probably there somewhere. You know, he's probably backstage somewhere. But that's exactly it. We could be, this could be, uh, we are already sort of amidst the start of maybe these things happening. You know, people going brand to brand, company to company, being a little more common than we think. Yeah. And that would be- That would would be be a big one, though. Charlotte Flair to AEW would be probably the biggest (laughs) thing to happen in- Women's professional wrestling <laughs> ever.
1: It would be so unexpected.
0: Showing up Just with Andrade and Zelina Vega.
1: <laughs> That'd be cool. Oh, anyways, that was fun. We have to, yeah, the shoot meter. We haven't brought that out in a while, so yeah,
0: haven't fun. brought that out. Yeah, you know, we'll uh, we'll we'll table we'll it, keep, you know, until you know, until somebody shows up.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll have to keep tabs on that. Who knows? Apparently,
0: there's uh, a no non compete clause on Andrade's contract, so. He's off the contract. He's good to go.
1: And I'm sure Zelina Vega's 90 days are up now. 90 days are up, yeah. Anyways, uh, we get Miz and Morrison for Miz TV next. And they just talk about WrestleMania. Uh, Damian Priest, Bad Bunny. Excuse me. They tease their new music video, Hey, Hey, Hop, Hop, which premieres next week. Uh, (laughs) In time for Easter, I guess, right?
0: Yeah, Easter a couple weekends from now, I think.
1: Something like that. Uh anyways, the whole thing closes with Miz officially challenging Bad Bunny to a match at WrestleMania. Man, I think the Bunny comes out and accepts. Or maybe that happens later.
0: Hey, yeah, yeah, somebody accepts. Um yeah, yeah, we this this was the uh this was the collision course that we saw coming.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I had a feeling Bunny was going to fight, so here it is. I'm sure he's been practicing, been training. So. Of course, I'm sure. He'll do a couple. Uh, yeah, we know he can yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, AJ and Omos come out next to cut a promo about facing the New Day at WrestleMania for the tag titles. So Kofi and Xavier, they come out to give their side. and uh, They question the friendship of AJ and Olmos And they start asking him questions. He doesn't know anything. Can't answer any of them. Like your favorite color, favorite wrestler, all that stuff. So anyways. Doesn't matter. Uh, we get a singles match. AJ takes on Kofi. Uh, yeah, pretty good. I think Xavier plays a trombone to distract AJ, and it works as he hesitates to do the phenomenal forearm and Kofi reverses it into the SOS to get the win.
0: Yeah, just another uh it's another solid a solid showing from uh the man who built SmackDown.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah, you know, I'm still just waiting to see what almost can do in the ring. It's gonna be cool.
0: Hopefully. Yeah, um, I, I, I definitely think he's going to lift Kofi like above his head, but like his arms are also straight. <laughs> yeah, That's, I'm, uh, I'm definitely picturing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Uh, Drew McIntyre in a handicap match against Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander. And if Drew wins, the Herpes is banned from ringside in his match at WrestleMania. So uh, Drew does just fine despite being outnumbered here you know he gets beat down for a bit but fights back hands out a pair of claymores to each guy gets a win so uh the stip at wrestlemania no her business at ringside.
0: when people uh whenever there's one you know one of these kind of stipulations of you know somebody cannot be at ringside like that's an exclusively heel move right like baby faces never have anybody by ringside
1: kind of uh, right i mean kind of you can but they have their buddies sometimes. They
0: might have their buddies. I'm trying to think of the last time like yeah, like a babyface
1: team guy was
0: barred from ringside. You know, because that's yeah. that's the heel move,
1: right? Like orange Cassidy and best friends they are always around and stuff. Cuz right? that's
0: like cuz yeah, cuz I would think about that as like being the heel move, right? You know, the ref is distracted yeah. for a second, C- Cedric Benjamin gives a cheap shot, the ref turns around and he's like, "What? I didn't see anything." Um, and I don't even
1: know if there's any like penalty, like what if they do come out? Does the ref ring the bell and the match?
0: Yeah, what a good point, you know. Because surely there have been opportunities, there have been matches where Hurt Business was barred from ringside, but then MVP made a deal with somebody not from the Hurt Business to come out, and then it's like, yeah. well, he
1: wasn't in the Hurt Business, he didn't say nobody. Uh, yeah, does the ref have they could do that on? I can do that very thing. I
0: know. I know. Well Vince is you listening. Didn't say nobody. Vince is listening. He's gonna write yeah. it. It's gonna be fucking Slapjack or T Bar or one of those <laughs> dumbasses.
1: What about Brandon Vink? Where's he been?
0: Yeah, Brandon Vink. It's gonna be that guy. <laughs> um yeah, I've never thought about that, you know, if that's something that they do, but
1: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're like locked up in the little drunk tank. They can't get out. <laughs> you know how like stadiums have a little jail to keep people in.
0: Yeah, yeah, a little like break. A little brig. Yeah.
1: Uh, tag action here. Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke taking on Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler. And of course, Reggie's there to do some Cirque du Soleil shit. So he's flipping all around. Eventually, Nia hits a Samoan drop, gets the win. Yeah, At this point, because, I think it's just going to be a big woman's multi-man or multi-team match for the tag belts.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was still surprised that after last week's uh, Natalia and uh, Tamina showing that. Um, I think they'll be in it as well yeah. uh, well i'm surprised they weren't added to the match the other day but i guess the match out the match at fast lane that focus was really uh yeah, the sasha bailey thing um yeah because mandy uh, rose and dana brooke of course we have the riot squad we do have tamina and natalia on Lana Naomi, Lana Naomi. I think we're on
1: commentary this match. I think
0: so. How do you how would they do that? It would just be like a fucking tornado, maybe they could tag. be a ladder
1: match. Maybe they could do a ladder match for them,
0: like a, a tornado tag ladder match, right? Is that kind of how that would work? Or,
1: well, they don't even need to turn just a regular oh, tag team a, ladder match.
0: Oh, okay, okay, right for the titles. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Um, uh, we go to Alexa's playground, she taunts Randy. We already know they're going to WrestleMania. Or they, That's happening. They, That's yeah, happening. They, they do officially announce Fiend versus Randy for
0: mm-hmm. WrestleMania. No stip though. That, that'll come out. Uh, yeah, that'll come oh. out in the next few weeks.
1: Yeah. Uh, Elias, Jackson, Riker, Shane, McMahon all come out. Shane's still pretending to be injured. Calls Braun stupid a bunch. Uh, they play a song calling him stupid. Braun comes out, says, "I'm not stupid." <laughs> That's pretty much the gist of it, right?
0: Pretty much, yeah. Um, I feel like they took like two blocks of TV time for this. (laughs) It felt like it. Well,
1: uh, pretty much they did because you got Braun versus Elias right after. So Braun beats him up. Power slam gets the win. And then afterwards, Shane hits him from behind with the crutch, which bends the crutch but does not bend Braun as he just turns around, chases Shane off. Uh, who runs perfectly, proving that he's not injured. injured.
0: Faking that little injury of his because, uh, you know, because why the heck not? So Elias was just squashed kind of like on two straight nights.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, why has he even buddying with Shane? I don't really get it.
0: Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know what Elias ever is. <laughs> there was a while
1: there. I remember when he was like fighting for the title in the elimination chamber and I was thinking, maybe hey, this guy could be a world champ someday.
0: Yeah, someday. It's been a while. It's been a
1: while. <clears throat> <laughs> so
0: bizarre! But, uh, this is so bizarre.
1: Yeah, this whole storyline is not doing it. But eventually, what was, what just was says, Braun
0: Strowman's match last year at Mania?
1: I think it was Goldberg when he beat him for the title.
0: God, was that the it? Universal Cause, Title? Because he's been on like four straight Manias and just four straight piles of dog shit in yeah, terms of uh, match quality. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> that, of, it was. It was the Universal Championship, uh, the Universal Title one. Yeah,
1: yeah, but. He does challenge Shane. Shane accepts. So any match you want. So hopefully it will be some sort of last man falls count anywhere. It's Shane jumping off something match.
0: <laughs> Shane jumping <laughs> off something. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the match. Yeah, so it was Braun and Nicholas for the tag title. And then after that, it was Braun in the uh, fucking Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Did and then he win it, it? Yeah, he won that one. Okay. And yeah. then it was Braun beating Goldberg. So, he's actually on a fucking three straight WrestleMania. Three and O. Oh, or... uh, he's on a three, three, and three, three straight wins three. at WrestleMania. And just every single match has just been garbage.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so weird. Wilson. Yeah. I'm not too excited for it, but I'm sure there'll be that one big spot where I'll be like, oh, cool.
0: Ah, uh, no, but no, this is no <laughs> good, you know, because next thing you know, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, fucking uh, bronze record is 3-0 and now. Just wait till it's, you know, 21-0. and And well, then we're asking ourselves, he, oh, no. Uh, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't think it all. God, I fucking hope so. <laughs> well, uh, let's go to the final segment. Randy Orton comes out, and he's got this mysterious black bag with him. And he just cuts a promo talking about the Fiend burning and seeing him rise back up through hell. And tonight he wants to finish the job. After tonight, the bullshit comes to an end. Uh, Alexa comes out. She's got the evil Jack in the box and says, careful what you wish for. And she turns it out, pops the little Fiend doll. And the lights shut down. And then flames shoot out of the ring posts. And the burnt Super Fiend appears. So Orton goes into his mystery bag, pulls out a can of gas, just starts splashing it on the Fiend, who's just standing there. Randy's keeping a watchful eye. Then he pulls out the box and matches. The Fiend takes a step toward him, so he RKO's him. But then Bliss gets in the ring, behind Randy. He turns around to her, and then the Fiend stands up, applies the mandible claw to him, and then hits a sister Abigail. And then Alexa points at the WrestleMania sign to signal the challenge. So... Her and Fiend stand tall to end the show.
0: You know, a little repetitive. Uh, You know, I feel like what we've seen, at least during this build. But like we said earlier, like, at least they've all fucking committed. They've all committed 100% (laughs) to this. Uh, This will be on night two of WrestleMania, so the Sunday night. Um, Uh Yeah, I do wonder, though, uh, Alexa Bliss's involvement in all of this i certainly see her as having a more impactful presence in if this is a pre-recorded if you know a pre-recorded match of some kind mm-hmm. uh because if she's there in person in the ring i don't know what she would do that would truly
1: be you know wow yeah they won't be able to do the fireball they stuff can't do the really.
0: fire stuff so i think you know it's almost leading me to believe that this has to be pre-filmed because alexa bliss has to have a role in this match somehow
1: yeah I mean I'm a, I've always been assuming it was gonna be yeah the, the Firefly Funhouse type thing so uh, I think it's just a matter that you know they got two more weeks or whatever to figure that out or to announce it to us so we'll get there two
0: more weeks we'll figure it out we'll be fine <laughs> we'll be fine we'll get there but that was all of Monday Night Raw that was all of our Fastlane fallout that
1: was is it
0: time we take a quick break? Let's
1: take a break. Come back for the Wednesday.
0: We'll come back section. Wednesday because fucking stand in the liver is also two weeks away. So of course we have AEW, so you're gonna to want to stick around uh, and come back to the show. Litch.
1: Yeah, Litch.
0: Back here with part two, folks. Uh, remember to watch The Suicide Squad featuring John Cena out uh, in theaters in May-ish, I think.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: And, uh, and HBO Max or Crave if you have one of those uh, um, subscription services. Remember to use promo code SHOOT for 15% off your, uh, your, your first year of uh, Crave membership. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well,
1: where should we go from here in well, the world of Wednesday?
0: Well, yeah, like you said, it's Wednesday night. There's only one place to go. It's on your fucking couch watching professional <laughs> wrestling because, of course, uh, the Wednesday night wars uh, will not be lasting for much longer. Of course, after rumors. you know the rumors of uh, NXT moving over to Tuesday nights, I feel as though there is some legitimacy to those rumors just because I did hear confirmation that Impact's moving to Thursday to avoid that.
1: (laughs) So every day of the week we'll have a
0: So every day of the week we're doing another shoot, baby. We should just live stream (laughs) shoot every single morning and just like, hey, here's fucking wrestling today. But like we were just talking about the show is on Wednesday for now. Uh, it could be on Tuesday soon, but you'll always be full sale to me. We're talking about WWE's NXT. NXT, but um, what does it mean?
1: But um, I don't know, but it's good wrestling. NXT, watch and see. how to tap out, to count out. One, boom, two, boom,
0: three. A show where uh, uh, William Regal's in charge. Know, you NXT. can't just yeah. you can't just walk out. Into a William Regal ring Point at a sign And say I'm challenging you No, 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 no He has to book Your fucking matches On this show This is his Yard Dan-a. He
1: runs a Dan-a. tight ship
0: He really does, very
1: thin, he, yeah. really does. he really He's does He's the captain You take the captain's orders That's how it goes You got it You walk the plank up To the main roster. You don't want that.
0: And before you stand and <laughs> deliver. That's right. So, we, ah, we so kick it all off, comes around. We kick off this week's show um, with uh, very surprising some women's tag action and even more surprising non title women's tag champ, women's tag action. We do have these brand new shiny women's NXT women's tag team belts. Of course, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon are the holders of those. Uh, but this week's match is going to be Io Shirai and Zoe Stark taking on Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai.
1: Yeah, uh, a little preview here for Raquel and Io. And a ah, nice boost for Zoe, tagging with uh, Io Shirai, I guess. Mm-hmm. Zoe Stark, we still don't know much about her. She's just kind of this happy go lucky. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we know, I think. Blonde right happy. Now. Uh, she's pretty good, though. She kind of reminds me of Candice LeRae a bit in the ring. You know she's flashy. She can do some high flying moves. Mm -hmm. Does a little four fifty splash at one point, I think. But uh, Raquel ends up grabbing her, picks her up with the one arm power bomb. And while she's got her hoisted up, she manages to big boot EO off the apron as well. So just big strength, hitting both women at once gets three count with the big one arm power bomb. And like you said, you know this is setting up. You know, of course,
0: for EO and Raquel. Uh, you know, if, the, if, if this ends up being our stand and deliver singles match for this title, that would be fantastic. This is something that AEW does very well. Uh, everyone's kind of, everyone has a buddy in AEW, it seems, whether, whether you're a big <laughs> face or heel, everyone has a buddy. So it makes these tag matches to set up future angles feel logical. Uh, you know, sometimes, uh, for some reason, Sami Zane and Baron Corbin will be on the same tag team. And you're just like, why the fuck would those two people ever agree <laughs> on anything? It feels yeah. illogical, you know, but just having Dakota Kai be Raquel Gonzalez's buddy, great. We can have this kind of tag, we can have this tag bout where it makes sense that you're together and you're actually fighting for a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love seeing this. I love seeing shit like this.
1: Yeah. And Raquel just continues to look powerful here. Um, uh, <laughs> I think afterwards she slams uh, EO down on the announce table doesn't break it though.
0: doesn't break it but I think there that, was a that table the painful. other week that didn't break on a different show maybe
1: yeah I don't know I mean sometimes I guess they're not meant to break but you can't really tell when it's really yeah you bad. can
0: always not, not really tell
1: <laughs> if it was supposed
0: <laughs> to break or not or you can just be uh, Tony Storm and just fucking walk past a table <laughs> and it breaks
1: that was fun uh, then we get some security footage of Adam Cole showing up at kyle o'reilly's jujitsu school and he just tries to start a fight there right in the middle of the dojo but uh they get split up and yeah that's that
0: man i loved yeah. that <laughs> i loved that he just kept calling them a son of a bitch i liked that they had to bleep out the board bitch when you say son of a bitch you always have to <laughs> but i, I like that it's such a conscious effort because they're like hey don't say anything that we would have to bleep out an f word yeah it can only it suggestive. can only be son of a bitch <laughs> don't say like I mean, you, they, uh, yeah, you yeah you effing whatever like whatever <laughs> like they're like no just say son of a bitch we'll bleep it it'll all be good but say it seven times <laughs> yeah and he Kyle <laughs> O'Reilly
1: dropped Adam Cole too oh yeah he just he came <laughs> into his school and you got dropped brother yeah,
0: that was fan that was fantastic every single little piece of information we're getting for this feud has just been dynamite
1: yeah it's been hot mm-hmm. and uh yeah at the end they just get split up by everyone there and he just says you, uh, you and adam go to or wait no afterwards <laughs> roddy comes up backstage to kyle and then uh he's like hey man we gotta fix this And kyle says sorry there's no more us roddy it's between me and adam So Roddy's just like, ah, you know what? You and Adam can go to hell. And he storms off.
0: Yeah, Roddy Strong's like, fuck, now I have nothing to do.
1: (laughs) Well, Bobby Fish is just at home like, guys, what the fuck happened?
0: (laughs) I go on vacation for a couple weeks. (laughs) I come back to this. What the hell?
1: Uh, Then we get Bronson Reed taking on L.A. Knight. Uh, Reed just kind of dominates him early on. Knight fights back a bit. But then Reed slams him off the top rope and... Hits a tsunami, splash, gets the win. So it seems a little strange that Knight loses so early on after, you know, they kind of hyped him up a little bit.
0: After, a, f- after a few weeks of pumping up, um, yeah. really, though, this just feels like our 50-50 booking coming in. Last week, of course, uh, the Thick Boy ripped through uh, <laughs> uh, LA Knight's um, jacket, his Jack- leather jacket. Yeah. Uh, and this guy, yeah, this may just be where, where, yeah, the fifty-fifty booking comes in. But uh, who knows? Maybe Elliott has a little chip on his shoulder now.
1: Maybe I don't know where uh, either man really goes from mm-hmm. here. But uh, unfortunately, as we thought, Danny Burch was injured in last week's tag title match with a separated shoulder, so he's going to be out for six months. So uh, the Captain Regal he's got no choice but to vacate the NXT tag titles. So I take over, stand into to deliver. We're gonna crown new champs. It's gonna be triple threat, grizzled young veterans, Legato, del Phantasma, and MSK, who already had that title shot in the bank. So that'll be fun.
0: Yeah, this yeah, triple threat ladder matches. These are or I'm sorry, not ladder matches. Just triple threat <laughs> tag matches. Yeah, these are always fun and just be exciting to see what MSK can do more of. Still, we also don't get to see the the Phantasma Bros going at it and i feel like they can fucking rip but we haven't se- we haven't seen it yet but i feel like they can fucking rip
1: yeah this this could be a sleeper hit of the week it
0: really could be a standard deliver will also be two nights correct
1: yeah i believe the first night is on television the second night is on network is it ma- yeah maybe do you think i you, think
0: is it a wednesday thursday thing or a tuesday I so. wednesday I so. okay wednesday I thursday. wednesday thursday gotcha yeah
1: uh yeah, so then we get carrion Cross taken on One Lorkin, He's trying to stick up for his buddy Birch, but uh, Lorkin puts up a pretty good fight here against Cross, and Cross uh, is just trash talking about injuring his partner, which fires up Lorkin and he just chops the shit out of carrion's Cross's chest. This thing was uh ground beef, his chest. Oh, know, it I'm was some beef. Thing. Let me tell yeah. you
0: about that beef.
1: This the big hand prints there, but eventually Cross hits his big back elbow to get the win. I think they're calling it the lights out. I heard them maybe they just they said lights out. Maybe they meant Lorkin's lights like out. Like
0: his lights are when now he, out.
1: Either way when he hit the move they were like lights out! And then he got the win.
0: Okay so. yeah I think I missed whatever it's called. It's kind of like a Judas effect right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But like uh, we said last week, I don't hate it as much as when it first
0: Yeah, started. it's getting over with you, which <laughs> is good. You know, we bit. want these things to, you know, the, these things should have flexibility, you know, getting over yeah, uh, I know. Not I'm not working. Things like yeah. that. Um, it sort of seems like, you know, Orne Larkin is a I mean, fuck, very few people are larger than Karrion Cross, So <laughs> Orne Larkin you know, kind of seems to pale in comparison. But Karrion Cross has had now, you know, a small sample size of matches because he was injured for a little period of time. Sort of seems like he can go with anyone. Bit, yeah. He he can put it on with Keith Lee. He can put it on with uh, with um, whatever his name is uh, Escobar. Mm-hmm. Put it on with Lorkin. Like it's kind of cool to see somebody be able to take on so many different competitors and s- the same. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, yeah, you don't see, I'm just saying, yeah, you don't see it too, too, you know, it's a, a very few people can work with anyone. Karrion Cross seems like a guy who can kind of work with anyone right now.
1: Well, and afterwards, he cuts a promo on Finn, and I don't know if it was from the chops or from Scarlett's claws. He had a little drip of blood that came down it's just from his chest. Just a little bloop. Yeah, I think Scarlet might have scratched him with his Catwoman claws during the celebration.
0: <laughs> yeah, she looks a little too much like Catwoman. Uh, just a little too much, you know, because yeah. he's not supposed to be Batman. <laughs> if he was supposed to be Batman, yeah, it would probably make sense, you know. But maybe we gotta, yeah. maybe we got to move away from that.
1: Well, yeah, anyways, he cuts a promo and Finn comes out, gives his rebuttal. That'll be your night to take over, stand and deliver. Main event, maybe
0: fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that's that's probably going to be the main event.
1: Yeah, uh, then we go to Regal in his office. It's like a little make it looks more like a closet than an office.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, there's not much office space there at the uh CWC.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyways, he makes an announcement that we're going to have a 12 man battle royal next week. Um, and so the final six men in the battle royal qualify for a gauntlet eliminator tournament. Um, so that'll take place at Takeover Night 1, and the order of the entry, determined by the Battle Royale results, and the winner of that gauntlet faces Gargano for the North American title on Night 2.
0: Confusing enough? So, a little all, complicated. We all get it. We all get it.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, it'll, uh, it'll be fun at the end of the day, and, it, you know, lots of interesting names in there, Grimy, Loomis, Kushida, all those fun North American title picture guys
0: yeah yeah, every all these mid Carters who uh, you know are looking for something to do
1: Mm-hmm. Then we get Drake Maverick taking on Walter. So poor Drake, but happy to have Walter here. Mm-hmm. So uh, he just beats Drake in seconds with the big power bomb, which knocks Drake out as uh, Walter locks him in a single leg crab, but the ref rings the bell because Drake's just knocked out. So uh, afterwards Ciampa comes out, gets in the ring. And says that UK title intrigues me. Uh, let's cut to the chase. Walter versus Chomp over takeover stand and deliver for the UK title. Walter says no, and he slaps him in the face, and they just beat him down three on one. But I hope he get that match because that'd be cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think we are. You know, um, ha- I think we will. Harry Champa.
1: You know, see, yeah, seeing him with up. a
0: little more hair on him than, uh, yeah, than you know, more hair
1: than ever than I've ever seen, than him we're like. used to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Walter, I just want to see Walter wrestle anytime. So, Walter versus Ciampa, that could be a banger. And for the UK title, adds even more prestige.
0: Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've seen Walter. Well, you know, it's, it's tough to tune
1: into everything, right? And, uh, yeah, no, there's no way we can watch UK NXT every week. Mm hmm. <laughs> but uh, backstage, the Robert Stone brand is pitching to Mercedes Martinez to team up with Aaliyah tonight because they got a tag title opportunity. And he hands her an envelope. She opens it up and says, all right, this is half. I expect the other half after the match. And they are they're just excited to have her. So, And I'm excited she's back, Mercedes. I mean, yeah, it was weird. She went up. She went down. But hopefully she can start wrestling again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we jump right into that tag title match. Ember and Shotzi defending against Aaliyah and Mercedes. And, uh, yeah, Martina's looking good, doing the heavy lifting for her team. But Aliyah chips in a little bit, but they're not ready for the big win yet. Ember Moon hits the Eclipse on Aaliyah to get the win, retain the belts.
0: Um, certainly nice seeing, uh, these belts, you know, being, th- being active immediately. Yeah. We're kind of, what, well, I mean, they just two. St- was it was it just last week that maybe the week maybe prior. the week prior? But then we had the yeah. match right then, and you know, and now this match. Now it's it's nice to see it. Not you know, just fucking open challenge, right? Whoever wants this thing, come get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that uh, they haven't announced it yet, but I feel like they'll add it to take over Ember and Shotzi versus Candice and Indy. They kind of been looming in the background.
0: Yeah, that would be that would be a good one. I'd like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Let uh, me go backstage, Cameron Grimes approaches Roddy, because he wants to buy the Undisputed Era intellectual property, you know, t-shirts, barn bar Woo bands, Woo-hoo! he wants it all. Honestly, a great investment, <laughs> uh, I'm sure that oh, shit hell yeah.
0: flies off the shelf over at WWE. Even shop. still, com. I'm sure it's
1: still selling very well. Uh, but Roddy just knocked him to the ground, because so I don't know if he has the rights to sign them over for the group.
0: Yeehaw. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, so back to the ring Jordan Devlin takes on Kushida and just a nice little cruiserweight high flying match Uh, the legato come out mid-match to distract Devlin but he ends up shoving Kushida into them and then rolls Kushida up bridges him down gets the three count but then afterwards Escobar gets face to face with Devlin so Shawn Michaels comes out but he doesn't say a word he just pulls out a ladder slides it into them saying everything he needs so, we're going to have a ladder match, a takeover, to determine the undisputed Cruiserweight champion.
0: Apparently so. Uh, Devlin Kushida, banger.
1: Yeah, we'll see. See what they can bang-er.
0: do with that ladder. The, um, the ladder stipulation,
1: though, feels... Are they going to hang two belts? That's my <laughs> question. Yeah. Just the
0: ladder stipulation feel... I mean, I wonder if there's going to be a new title design altogether. Like, hey, you know, these two kind of things <laughs> Maybe. come together. why not? The ladder stip feels a bit odd uh, to me. Just, you know, considering these guys have never gone at it before.
1: Yeah, it definitely feels. I mean, very much thrown in like it was visually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there throwing a, is the ladder there, right in? Like, like there, there you a, go.
0: Is there a reason why Shawn Michaels had to uh, come slip slip it in there? Is that significant uh, in any way? Is there
1: a reason like like why it was him?
0: I mean, yeah. Like that's one thing. Why it was him? Like, is this is this at all similar the to
1: first? He had the first ladder match with. Razor just because he guess, had the first, Mania. okay, that's what I was thinking. Kind of yeah, innovative.
0: that's what I yeah. was kind of thinking. It was like just because he's like I'm the ladder guy, fucking there. But you it's go. not like
1: it's, yeah, like he's had ladder matches, but it's not like it was his match that he was known for. I don't know. He was always good in them, but it's not like Undertaker Hell in a Cell type thing. No. Yeah, oh. interesting. Yeah. Anyways, either way, ladder matches are usually good, so it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh well. Uh, then the final segment of the night, we had Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly come out. Uh, so William Regal can, well, he just yelled at them like an angry parent. Very, you know, the police have been involved. This is, this is unacceptable, gentlemen. Uh, so we have them both seated down at the table with a contract signing. And since Kyle O'Reilly is still injured, he has to sign and make NXT held not accountable because this will be an unsanctioned match. So he, uh, they both proceed to just cut some fantastic fired up angry promos on each other. I won't even pick up the words, but yeah, you should just watch it if you need to see the the hype for the match.
0: Yeah, you know, you don't need to you don't need to recreate <laughs> um yeah, cuz this was it. This was Adam Cole cutting one of the best promos promos of his career, you know, cutting down Kyle O'Reilly uh yeah. just like he knows how, you know. It's like
1: it's very clear to us what's going on yeah i'm the man i'm the leader i sold all the shirts i'm yeah
0: yeah it, this will, you uh. know this match <laughs> you know sort of really being in the end of an era of for nxt kind of in g- general like brought like generally speaking too right i mean the US Peter era owned this company for three and a half years now at least the entire duration of this podcast
1: yeah uh, yeah no it's uh <laughs> figuratively and literally the end of an era
0: it's been a long time coming and uh we just you know we're we're just hoping for you know that we can live up to this this massive legacy
1: and i think this could potentially also main event night two because it's unsanctioned so it could be the second main event
0: oh the old the old lights out uh (laughs) lights back up see i know that system (laughs) i know that
1: (laughs) yeah so uh either way i think this this match is gonna stand and deliver uh, just like these promos did.
0: Yeah. Hey, stand and deliver. Hey. <laughs> just like that movie. Um, yeah, and that was fantastic. That was all of this week's NXT.
1: Yeah, overall, pretty good show. Building towards the the takeover. Yeah. Well, a couple small holes to fill in still, but we'll get there.
0: We'll get there. Yeah, it's looking like a great uh, two-night card also. Well, yeah. uh, we're already on the couch, so let's keep surfing, baby. We got that <laughs> TiVo ready to go. We're re- rewinding. TiVo. We're rewinding two hours into the past, um, or maybe we're just hopping in our DeLorean uh, because it's 8 o'clock. We're watching TNT, and of course, it is time for AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince.
1: Better watch out. It's too sweet. Hey, hey. Hey, and, hey. Uh, ho, ho. It didn't take long as the, during the intro package, they already have the bloody face of Britt Baker smiling into the camera.
0: Yeah, she's we, already she's on a shirt, baby. She's already got a shirt.
1: She's got the shirt as well. We'll, we'll get to her later. Uh, but we kick off the show with Kenny Omega taking on Matt Seidel. Uh, I think they built to this on Dark Elevation last week.
0: Yeah, there was some kind of uh, yeah. He he earned this somehow too. I can't. Yeah, I, I can't some. quite remember how.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, he does all right here. You know, he's he's hitting his big high flying moves. He kicks out of a V trigger at one point. Does a couple. You know, Kenny kept doing the one winged angel, and he kept just like twisting and flipping out of there. Uh, but eventually, Kenny does hit it to get the win.
0: Yeah, and classic just, yeah. weird Kenny Omega.
1: Getting wins <laughs> every week,
0: yeah. Ome- Kenny Omega can do this good thing where he can make you look like you can hang with him, yeah. And yeah. that, sorry, that isn't maybe like maybe that sounds shitty on Side Al because I bet Side is Al's no, also Side Al he held can up fucking his head. fly and rip around the ring. But Kenny Omega is great at making bringing people up to his level,
1: yeah. Like making you think there's a chance, yeah, even though there's not. <laughs>
0: uh, wh- wh- isn't it odd that um. Uh, we keep seeing Kenny Omega show up on Impact, uh, you know, about wanting that, but 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 the Impact crossover to Dynamite hasn't quite happened. You know, Omega's always on Impact, talking about Rich Rich Swan how he's going to beat him, but then we don't yeah. hear about that on Dynamite.
1: Um, I think it's a case of. Impact needs them more than they need Impact. <laughs>
0: yeah, I wonder. But even just a quick little, yeah, you know, like I mentioned. I mean, the Good
1: Brothers show up and stuff. Yeah. And they had the titles for a bit with them. Yeah. But, uh yeah, they're never really saying, like, hey, watch Impact on Monday.
0: Yeah, or know. they're never saying, like, when I take down take down Rich Swan on Impact.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. They don't really mention it much because they I have got. fucking they have paid advertisements on Impact for AEW, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, literally, it's just paid advertisements.
1: <laughs> I maybe mean, maybe Tony Khan is paying, so who knows? Hmm. Anyways, we move on to the next match. Hangman Adam Page takes on Cesar or Cesar Cesar. I can't remember Bononi.
0: Either way, we didn't we see this guy in NXT like not too long ago. I feel like we just like or like like tw- in twenty twenty.
1: Uh, probably. Uh, I only, I don't, all I ever remember him is just being in battle royals and stuff. Yeah,
0: I recognized his again. mustache. That's where, that's where I, I was like, Oh, <laughs> ah, I know that mustache.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, Hangman Page, he's undefeated so far in 2021, and it's going to stay that way. He quinks. Quick work of Caesar here. Hits the buckshot lariat for the win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a nothing, kind of a nothing match, really, but.
1: Yeah. Just kind of, uh racking up Hangman's numbers going to 8-0 now. I mean eventually Hangman Kenny for the title it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, you think if- that's the uh the current kind of money match?
1: I mean, I've also fantasy booked that Kota Ibushi versus Kenny well, stuff. Well, of
0: course, we we we, we know think- we know you want that.
1: <laughs> Once you're back to full crowds, like full full crowds, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page, that's your pay-per-view main event. Yeah, yeah. In Toronto. Ooh, wow. (laughs) Maybe. Hot take. That'd be something.
0: That would be something.
1: (laughs) Anyways, uh, hot takes. Let's get some hot takes from Tony Schiavone, because he's on stage to interview Britt Baker, who was the talk of the wrestling world for the last week, as we said. Uh, And yes, she was sporting that awesome shirt with her bloody face on it. Uh, That amazing match. Tony puts her over. The crowd applauds. She even cracked a smile for a little bit. She respected it. But then she turns heel right again and just says, that's it for the hell I went through. And then she just cuts a promo on Thunder Rosa, says, you should thank me for being a part of history that I wrote with my blood. Uh, Talks about becoming a hardcore legend in one night when it took Mick Foley 20 years. And she says she put AEW on the map. So just great promo. Great promo to follow up that awesome match. Yeah. And no visible scar or stitches or anything. She must have been a nice clean cut.
0: Cut, cut that cut in that hairline, kids. Remember, yeah. if you're blading, yeah. do it in your hair so nobody exactly. sees it on your face. Above the line, remember, kids, it's not that hard to bleed.
1: <laughs> uh, and there was some fun little Twitter exchanges after between Foley and her, which was fun. I yeah. think, did you know uh, Kane was announced? Kane was announced for the Hall of Fame. And then Mick Foley was like, "Wow, the only dentist to have a Halloween Hall of Fame-worthy career." It's a good little clap. That's
0: a good one. What was was the guy's name again? What was his name?
1: Isaac Yankum. Isaac
0: Yankum. (laughs) There it is. DDS.
1: He had the DDS.
0: I can just picture. You know when they say like you would never want to get your hair cut by somebody with a bad haircut. You would never (laughs) want to go to a dentist with somebody with terrible teeth. And Isaac Yankum was the perfect example of the dentist you do not want to go visit.
1: Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, although you know, most of the time your dentist has a little mask on, though, doesn't he?
0: I I, I haven't been to the dentist since I was twenty one years old, so. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't go anymore. I don't, I don't <laughs> Now that I have, you have to pay out of pocket, I don't go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now that I got my own money, I don't.
1: But I don't know. I don't have teeth problems, anyways. You brush every day. You keep yourself floss
0: a little bit of mouthwash. You'll a be good mouth, to go. A little listerine
1: here and there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Keep your teeth healthy. Dr. Britt Baker would agree.
0: Yeah, she's, oh, certainly, she certainly would agree.
1: Uh, but then we get the pinnacle uh, featuring FTR and Sean Spears taking on the Varsity Blondes and Dante Martin. Who's that?
0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> That's all right. The match was all right as well. You know, he had uh, the rest of the pinnacle outside to assist if needed. Uh, but Sean Spears ends up hitting that nice running Death Valley driver to get the three count. So good for Sean, good for the pinnacle. They beat them down some more afterwards. Cut a promo, you know, talking about being a family. They live and die for each other, and MJF insults Jericho. And they close with their catchphrase, when you're in the pinnacle, you're always on top. So there you go. It's
0: a great catchphrase. I'll give them that.
1: Yeah, they're already like the second or third biggest group in the company. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then we move on to QT Marshall. Cutting a promo about being underappreciated by the Nightmare Family. Overshadowed by Cody. Always in the spotlight. And he challenges him to an exhibition match next week. Cody comes out. He accepts Arnie Anderson as the special referee. But I don't really care about any of this. Yeah, I don't give a shit about the Nightmare Family yeah. at all. And QT Marshall, like he's nothing. He's nobody. Why him? He, he's fine in the ring, but he's nobody.
0: Yeah, why is QT Marshall the story we're focusing on right now? Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's so odd.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, well, they also showed a promo for this new reality show, Roads to the Top, on TNT, starring Cody and Brandy. Oh, my.
0: And probably other <laughs> AEW superstars I think what bugs me most about I mean, yeah, I also watched the promo I think what bugs me most about it is that It's not quite a play on words like, Roads to the top? Like, yeah. like rise to the top In the past would be like they rose to the top mm-hmm. But it's not ro- But roads sounds too much like a road I don't know, yeah, it's like the word pl- it's like I wish they would have spent an extra 35 minutes Coming up with a title
1: and yeah, I mean, pretty much the show that's the exact same as a very similar with Ms. and Mrs. You've already got the pun title, reality wrestling couple show. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, well, I feel like we could have done, yeah, we could have done a little more work to find the reality TV. Um, if this tell if, the, if, if if this says anything to me, it's that we're getting more Cody.
1: That's yeah, that was basically the whole point of this is I mean, he's already divisive and now we're just getting more Cody. We're He's get- in three shows on the TNT network now The Go Big Show, The Dynamite, yeah. and The Roads to the Top. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. Who knows how this will we're do? We're
0: getting more. We're getting more.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. They'll have a baby, and the baby will be on TV. <laughs>
0: yeah. Whether the baby yeah.
1: signs a release or not. What's the legality on that?
0: Yeah. What's the legality on Because that's almost, <laughs> or it's like, you know, like a, because you're like a child star at that point.
1: Yeah. You know, I know like, like, like child w- labor laws, they can only act on films for so many hours. and- <laughs> But when it comes to reality TV, can you just get filmed all day? Like, who knows? That is a good question. That is a good question. <laughs> we'll have to ask our lawyers. Mm-hmm. But uh, Moxley and Eddie Kingston cutting their weekly promos. Eddie's got his leg all broken from that attack last week. And he's all fired up. He hates the Good Brothers. They hate the Young Bucks. So uh, they'll do something about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I like Laredo Kit- Kid, though.
1: Uh, oh, I skipped over the match.
0: You kind of you kind of skipped over the uh, the action. Well, yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah. What did I? What, what, it, I, what,
1: I was talking about Moxley and Eddie. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Lucha Bros no, they, they and Laredo Kid come out here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: Lucha Bros, Laredo Kid fought Young Bucks and Brendan Cutler, and yeah, yeah it was really cool.
0: Yeah. They kind of all came out here too. I think we haven't seen Laredo. He only had like one or two matches here in uh, in AEW, but he's like a name that I've seen in all sorts of like PWG.
1: Yeah, type he's of been around. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, and when, well, he was the one that got the big pin here as he hit a Spanish fly off the top rope, get the three count for this team. Uh, but then, yeah, afterwards is when Omega comes out. He attacks, uh, cuts a promo on the young Bucks, gets all dramatic, saying, I chose you, but you never chose me back when he went to AEW, when he could have gone to WWE, and all this stuff. So he gives them one more chance to toss up the two sweet but they don't do it. They just leave him hanging. They turn their backs and they walk off. So Kenny says, we're done. And then he turns around into some super kicks from the Lucha Bros. And they got him pretty good. He was bleeding from the mouth.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they did. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He was wearing more weird clothes also.
1: His hair, <laughs> his hair always bugs me because it's like so, it's wet and dry. It's curly and straight. Oh, it's blonde like, and brown. Yeah, it's it's just, <laughs> it another, it's, not, it it's
0: just another piece of his character that's just fucking
1: icing on the cake. <laughs> Uh yes, but uh, yeah. Sorry, I got that that thing backwards. We no, got the promo no. after that. It's all good. And on to some women's action. Uh, Nyla Rose taking on Ty Conti, who it's nice to see. She's uh she's worked her way up to number one in the women's rankings. Miss wow. Conti, so good for her. Yep. But she's got a deal with Vicky Guerrero on the outside, causing some shit. But and eventually she overcomes all this, hits the DD tie to get the big win. So you gotta think she's in line for a title shot sooner or later. You would think if you defeat
0: a former champion, and you're already number one, you would think, yeah, um, that would be next. Was was uh, Brody Lee Jr. at this one? Uh,
1: well, I, I can't quite remember because
0: mm, I, I, I also did watch. a I match. I think the
1: Dark Order the Dark Order came out like on the ramp as she came out, and then they went backstage after.
0: Okay, because I watched a match on Dark Elevation that was her with Brody Lee Jr. at ringside. Okay. Okay, and I, was, I couldn't quite remember if, you know, we just kind of getting mixed up in my mind or whatever.
1: But. Yeah. No, I don't remember him having anything in, in this one. Okay. But, okay. Uh, yeah, eventually after the match, Nyla attacks her. So Hikaru Shida comes out with a kendo stick to save her. But then the bunny comes out and attacks Shida. So Conti hits her, and then Matt Hardy comes out with Butcher and Blade. So it's all over the place here.
0: The, uh, what are they called? The Hardy
1: Yeah, the fam- Hardy Family. The Hardy financial... financial... Oh, uh, there's an I other... don't know.
0: Operation. I think uh, I wrote it down. Somewhere. Yeah, HFO. Hardy I, Family Office. Office. It there it is. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Um, yeah, it was a bit unexpected, you know, for uh, you know, for Hardy to kind of be thrown into this. I guess is uh, Tay Conti and the Bunny. I guess those are the two. Uh...
1: Yeah, I don't know. He's, does she have, a, does just... she
0: have a name also, or is she
1: just the Bunny? Ali. Allie Right. Yeah. Okay. I think she. she was. I think she was in the Nightmare Family for like a week.
0: Uh, well, yeah. Well, she was with QT. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: there you go. I, uh, I would,
0: who's who, who? Who are the official members of the Nightmare family? It's getting I don't even fucking know. They're out the of lowest.
1: They're the lowest rung group. Yeah. Isn't it stable funny in AEW?
0: Isn't it funny that <laughs> every, everything Cody Rhodes does, fucking turns into gold. Everything he touches turns to gold. But like the Pinnacle, uh, Death Triangle, fucking Inner Circle, Dark Order, like every single other group is yeah. higher than them on the totem pole. <laughs>
1: Maybe the only one that's lower is the fucking uh, Luther and Serpentico. What's their name?: uh,
0: Yeah, Luther and Serpentico. They're they called uh, like, Chaos Project.:
1: Chaos Project, that's it. They're the Chaos Project and Nightmare Family. That's the bottom of the <laughs> but not but it's pretty close.: Okay, There
0: are 11 officially uh, uh, full-time members of the Nightmare family. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to let you name them.
1: All right. Well, we'll start with Cody and Brandy. Okay. Two. And then Dustin. 3. Uh, we'll throw Ryan Anderson in there. 4. Uh, QT, he's still in it. 5. And then we got uh, Austin Gunn. 6. Uh, what's his brother's name? Colton Gunn. 7. Billy Gunn. 8. So we need three more? Yeah. Uh uh, I already said Brandy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, that's pretty good. That, that was actually,
0: yeah. that that was very good. That was very good. Tell me good. what we got. Uh, yeah, what you're missing is Lee Johnson.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, you're missing Aaron Solo. Yeah. And you're missing uh, Nick Camarato. Would not have got that. <laughs> he was the guy who had that, ma- he was the big hairy guy who had that match against Moxley in Moxley's first match back. Okay. I've said this before, and you have forgotten. This is the second
1: time. I think I forget, and he'll <laughs> probably the, say it again, and I'll probably forget. This is the second again. time
0: you've forgotten him, which is so funny because he sta- like, he's like he so stands out so much in my mind. Yeah, uh, I don't but know. yeah, and I guess I just... yeah. MJF, former member Mel,
1: Mel former member, oh, RIP Mel. Luther,
0: Shakedhead. Ali, yeah, Luther. awesome Kong, also a former member.
1: Yeah, yeah, she just kind of retired. I think. I think so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> the Nightmare family, wow. Yeah. Grow growing
0: this. by the day.
1: Yeah, I mean, in a couple months, there'll be another member. Yeah, yeah. Little add, baby.
0: Add that little baby to the uh, Nightmare family.
1: Let's go to this main event, though. We got the TNT title up for grabs. Darby Allin defending against John Silver and I would say, the biggest match of Silver's career. I mean, main eventing, Dynamite, let alone title match, pretty good.
0: I love seeing this. Uh, AEW's done this a few times now. It's just you, you put you put the two 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 of their brightest stars, put them in a match and let them go for it. Yeah, this and, was great. And John Silver is exactly that. John Silver and Darby Allen are the future of AEW as much as MJF is, as much as Jungle Boy will be. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, just that again. Yeah,
1: exactly. No, this was just a great match. You know, Johnny Hungy just. Using his power, throwing Darby around. Uh, Then one of the big spots, they're outside the ring. Darby tosses silver over the barricade, and he fucking flies over this thing. He lands rough, and apparently on this spot, he dislocates his shoulder.
0: Oh, shit, really?
1: Yeah, so that sucks. Um, And then the Dark Order members, they come over. They give him some assistance. Uh, They're kind of helping him out a bit. So Sting comes out. Uh to back off the rest of the Dark Order members. Then Darby ends up hitting this giant coffin drop off the top of the rope onto a big pile of guys. Uh but Silver wasn't involved, so he takes advantage. He hits this giant spin out power bomb off the top rope, pins Darby, but he hooks the legs too deep as his foot touches the rope on the two count. Otherwise we could have a, we could have had a new champion there. Almost dead. Yeah, so uh, but Silver, he tries to follow up, he goes for the big Brody Lee power bomb, but Darby reverses it into a code red, gets a three count to retain his title. But uh great match. Silver Silver looks good even in defeat.
0: He's so have 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 I have have I shared with you the video of uh it's a match from PWG and it's John Silver and Brian Cage uh doing or like John Silver does all of Brian Cage's oh, moves. Yeah,
1: yeah. I haven't seen it but we've talked about
0: we it. We have talked about it. Yeah, John yeah. Silver it just continues to impress me I think because I do always like I I skip through um I skip through being the elite but you stop to watch the John Silver bits, you know, and he, <laughs> he he's entertaining. I mean, hopefully, you know, with this injury, hopefully it doesn't last long, but it's great to know that he can remain entertaining through that medium just through being the elite. On YouTube, there's Johnny Hungy t-shirts for sale at AEWshop.com. Uh yeah. he, clearly he's doing something right here.
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently uh after the match, after the they went off air, Darby got on the mic and put him over. He's like, "Wow, he finished this thing with a dislocated shoulder or something." So. Wow. But hopefully it's not like a hopefully it's just one of those pop it back in and not too much damage was done. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know uh, how. I mean, I, I mean we're, we're no doctors here on the podcast. We're definitely not doctors.
1: <laughs> yeah, but after the match, uh, he gets shown respect. Sting helps him up, and then Darby gives him a fist bump. But then Matt Hardy pulls him out of the ring, throws him into the barricade, and the whole Hardy family office and Dark Order just have this big brawl to end the show in chaos. Chaos?
0: But, uh, yeah. What a great way to end the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a fun match.
0: Yeah, with a, a, little, a little bit for everybody, you know, uh... I guess what I guess fucking Sting and Darby are here to stay in terms of working together. Uh, when are we?
1: They were kind of. Uh, it was kind of weird though, because if they're going toe to toe with the Dark Order, they almost seem like they're the heels in that situation.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, because of course, Dark Order, Dark uh, sorry, Dark Order, uh, lifelong baby faces.
1: Yeah. And so, who knows?
0: No word on uh, Christian Cage.
1: Yeah, someone, they had like a backstage thing where someone came up and was like, hey, when are you going to fight, man? He's like, oh, I'll fight once." I don't know. Yeah, I thought he was supposed
0: up. to, I, I mean, I might just be crazy. I thought he was supposed to have a match this week against I one of know. those Aaron Solo types. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, either way, though, sooner, oh, I mean, soon, we need to see something. The sooner the better. I mean, you're you here, know. it says you're outworking everyone, but you haven't worked yet. You
0: haven't worked yet. How are you supposed to outwork everyone <laughs> if you're not working, period? You know, I mean, it's, yeah, uh, this so, is on uh, you,
1: Johnny. So I don't know, hopefully. They also did announce that AEW is having their first ever house shows on WrestleMania week just to get in on the cash, I guess.
0: Is it also so in good. Tampa? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming, I'm assuming
1: it's in the Florida ring. Yeah. Maybe not directly, I don't know, but uh Uh but yeah, that was that was the end of Dynamite.
0: That was the end of Dynamite. That was the end of, the end of Wednesday Night War and yeah, possibly our second or third last Wednesday night war. Uh, I think we only have like two to go. Yeah, we've got next week spirit. and then next week stand and deliver. And we'll always remember. I mean, if if we do have to call a rest in peace to the to to Wednesday nights, we will when 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 it has become evident here on the show, we will pay our respects to <laughs> uh, the year and a half that was.
1: Yeah, and I think they'll still be associated. You know, they'll be the most direct competition with one another like aew still not competing in with smackdown as much they are with nxt yeah it seems
0: yeah yeah well smack their goal is
1: ultimately to be able to beat smackdown well i feel like
0: their goal is to beat monday night raw
1: yeah because like
0: like doing better than wwe's flagship show that's the place where you want to be Mm-hmm. Smackdown I mean yeah Smackdown does way better in ratings because it's the objectively better show but yeah it's you know that's sort of like the next goal let's get let's get over that hump and then we'll uh, you know kind of start our professional wrestling dominance
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that was it. That was it. That was Pretty Wednesday. Pretty solid week. Pretty Congrats
0: solid in. week. Yeah, I know a lot of great things going on all over the place. And let's honor some of those great things that happened this past week with our Wrestler of the Week.
1: With the, the Wrestler of the Week, of the Week, the Wrestler of the Week, of the Week, of the Week, the Wrestler of the Week, of the Week, of the Week.
0: The wrestler of the week Of the week Of the week The wrestler of the week Mike, I'm going to kick this one off. Uh, This one was kind of a no-brainer for me. Um, Sometimes, and and, and, this doesn't really happen throughout the week, it'll happen on pay-per-views where, um, you know, uh, similar to last night's game between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the uh, Ottawa Senators, you know, Mm -hmm. overtime's counting down. And you, 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 you're on the edge of your seat. <laughs> Hell, sometimes you pop out of your seat. Sometimes you're pacing oh, yeah. around the room because you like, can't be can't still stand. because you're watching this. Yeah. Um, and the other, the other day, when I was watching WWE Fastlane and Daniel Bryan... Locks in that yes lock, and Roman Reigns (laughs) starts tapping. I'm jumping out of my fucking seat. I'm pacing back and forth. It felt like Kofi mania. I've not been that excited for a finish since Kofi mania.
1: And the commentaries did such a great job too. Michael Cole just He's tapping,
0: out, it, he's tapping it, it, out. everything about the moment was so fucking on. The the selling, it happening, and I'm I'm nobody's in the room with me. I'm looking around for people in the room, <laughs> hoping someone's gonna pop up and go, Are you saying this? <laughs> no tapping out, are you see this? This is the this is huge. And for yeah. all of those reasons, god damn it, Daniel Bryan. Um, you're the you're the wrestler of the week. Uh in, in, in my book. I had so much fun watching that match. Uh, I have so much fun watching him, and uh, he's somebody who could every single week be the wrestler of the week.
1: Yeah, no, it, it just exactly what you said about Kenny Omega earlier. He can wrestle anyone and bring them up to his level, which is the top of the world of wrestling.
0: Truly is like <laughs> you cannot get any. Like if you know you're you're these kids out here you know of course if you want a blade doing your hairline so nobody sees it, <laughs> uh, but if you're looking for someone to try to be like, just fucking look no further. He's on Smack, He's on he's on SmackDown all the time. Just fucking look mm-hmm. right there. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, uh, Daniel Bryan, uh, you're my wrestler of the week.
1: Yeah, for everything we just said, uh, of course I'm going with Daniel Bryan as well. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I know it's been a crazy year, uh, and. I mean, he has to be. He has to be in the WrestleMania main event. There's no other match for him at WrestleMania to be in other than this Universal Title match. And maybe you can even let him win it.
0: And I mean, I missed out on what was it, Mania Thirty? Yeah, thirty. One? Just thirty. Just thirty. I missed out on Mania Thirty, but I've watched that match in retrospect. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, you kind of you fall into the moment. And all I could hope is that I get to fall in that moment, like in the present while it's happening and to hear for that first show back to be fucking like a a yes chant that drowns out the entire stadium oh my god that'll feel so good that'll feel so good to hear all those people just chanting yes it's gonna Uh, be really cool yeah
1: and also the first time we'll have a live crowd reaction to the new roman reigns like are they gonna cheer are they gonna boo i don't know what i
0: what would you do (laughs)
1: what would you do i don't know because he's so good That, like, we love him, but he's also so good at being heel. I I think I would boo. I'd be cheering for Brian anyways. Yeah,
0: I think I would boo because he's the heel. Like, I think think when Brock Lesnar came out when we were at (laughs) SummerSlam, I think I still booed.
1: Uh, I think I cheered. I can't remember him. what I, I can remember. But then, I I, by the end of the match, I was cheering for Rollins. By the end of the match? Nice. Oh, yeah,
0: that was the match where we flipped. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, where they swerved us. Yeah. Uh, they, did, they did kind of like a, you know, a, they did like a double turn, but just on you and I.
1: <laughs> just on the crowd. <laughs> no, I think the, the whole crowd. crowd the, the crowd was pro-Lesnar, because they were like, ah, fuck Rollins. And then he had an amazing match. And then month. you oh, yeah. ended up seeing a fucking
0: title change at, you yeah. know, the first pay-per-view. They you made had. you want it.
1: Throughout the match, they made you want it.
0: Yeah, they so, made it and awesome. and they and they fucking gave it to us. So that's exactly David yeah. Bryan. Congratulations, another unanimous uh, wrestler of the week. Mike, we're getting pretty good at this, wouldn't you say? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's also a very safe guarantee that we'll see Bryan's name on this list again. Yeah, maybe within the next couple of weeks, <laughs> probably.
0: Yeah, well, eventually, you know, maybe one, maybe one day, a few years down the road, we'll um sort of in that direction where um the observer just at a point renamed their best technical wrestler award, the Daniel Bryanson Award. Like, they just picked a point. They're like, no, nah, we're just going to name it this from now on. Eventually, who knows, the Wrestler of the Week Award could just kind of be renamed the Daniel Bryan Award <laughs> one day. One day for all, for all we know, right?
1: Yeah. Or maybe some of the shooty categories can be renamed as well.
0: Of course, the Daniel Bryan uh, Award for just fucking... Daniel, the
1: Daniel Bryan Wrestler of the Year Award.
0: Wrestler of the Year Award. Exactly, <laughs> right? Uh, all oh. these things are kind of open for interpretation. But that was... Uh, that was the entire podcast. Thanks for listening, folks. Remember, you can listen to the podcast everywhere and uh, stay tuned for WrestleMania week because we're going to probably be pumping out a few of these things.
1: Yeah, it's going to be wild for everyone. But yeah. We're
0: gonna... And then who knows? I mean, coming uh, coming into our post-Mania season, if, if these... Uh, d- day changes are as they've been advertised. You know, there could be a kind of a shift in our episode schedule, too.
1: Yeah, everything is uh, much like the world of wrestling. We, we, we book it on the fly.
0: <laughs> much like <laughs> Vince McMahon and Gorilla. We're just yeah. fucking booking it as we go. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just like we're, that. We're playing it by year to bring it all back home.
0: Bring it all back now. We are playing it by <laughs> year. You can go fuck yourself, scholars who tell me otherwise. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show and tune back next week because we got more uh, wrestling action.
1: Oh, yeah.